Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Kelly R. Jackson. As always, we appreciate you all for stopping by. And let's just get right into it, as we always do. Listen, I want to share a word with you all on today. This is going to be uh, one of those word podcasts. So I want to share a word with you all very briefly on today um, that the Lord had given me. And uh, let me just give you a little bit of a background here. I'm going to be looking at... uh, Scripture uh, recorded as the gospel is recorded by John chapter two, starting at verse one. And those of you who are Bible students, you know uh, very well that that is the uh, the wedding at Cana when Jesus turned the water into wine. But let me give you a little bit of a backstory here. Um, this text, uh, you know, on on occasion we do have a prayer line uh, at my home church, and uh, on occasion I will have to be on the prayer line in the morning. And and uh, I was thinking, I was like, uh, Lord, what do you want me to say? And uh, he kept going to John chapter two and uh, I was resistant to God. There I was, uh, crazy as it sounds, going back and forth with God and and saying, you know, Lord, that's that's well-traveled territory. You know, people have talked about uh, the wedding at Cana uh, over and over and over again. Give me something else, God. But but God wouldn't leave me alone concerning that wedding at Cana. And so uh, I finally surrendered to God and I went on to talk uh, about this, uh, this text on the prayer line and, and God had something in, in, in there for me. And so I want to share it with you all. I'm going to be preaching uh, from this very text uh, this coming Sunday. But uh, the Lord told me I want you to share it on the podcast as well. Um, and it's just been burning up inside of me. So I want to share this with you now. Now, the topic of this podcast is what did the master say? What did the master say? And so you're going to see where we're coming from. when We get done uh, reading this text here. So I'm going to read uh, the gospel was recorded by John chapter two, and I'm going to start at verse one. I'm going to read from the New King James Version. So let me just share this word with you and then we'll give you a few principles and then we'll be out of here. It says on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom. And he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior, you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Now, what did the master say? So so let me give you all some principles here as we, we've gone through that text here. Let me give you all some principles because you might be saying to yourself, OK, uh, I understand the wedding at Cana. I understand the miracle of Jesus turning water into wine. I understand all of that, Reverend. How does this apply to my life? Let me give you all a few principles here that you can carry with you. And again, uh, when the Lord made me go back to this, he said, this is going to bless you and that I want you to bless somebody else with it. First thing you all. 
First thing is make sure that Jesus is on the guest list. Yeah, here we see that that Jesus and his disciples, as the text said, were invited to the wedding. Imagine what a disaster things will be if you haven't included Jesus. So so whatever it is that you got going on in your life, whatever it is that the Lord has told you to do, make sure that you include Jesus. You know, if you, you saved and you're listening to this podcast, if you're a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, don't don't start your business plans without including Jesus. Don't, don't start your ministry, for God's sakes, don't start your ministry without including Jesus. And I just did a, a, a blog piece on my ministry's website uh, referring to that. And I'll give you some information uh, about that at the end of this uh, podcast. But please don't start your ministry without including Jesus. Whatever endeavors that you have, if you're saved, if you're of the Christian faith, include Jesus. And so here it is. Jesus is invited to the wedding. Right. So make sure that Jesus is on the guest list, whatever it is that you're doing in your marriage, in your friendships. Make sure that you invite Jesus in whatever it is that you got going when you're dealing with your children. Make sure that you've invited Jesus. So that's your first principle. Make sure that Jesus is on the guest list. Next thing, y'all. Next thing. Be prepared to do things that your mind can't comprehend. So why am I saying that? Why is that important? Lean not to your own understanding. So 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 here we have have in the text here, they're out of wine and 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 Jesus mother says to, to the servants. Now, I want you all to get this because this is important in the text because she called the servants over. Right. We've got to be servants. Uh, too many times we, we come with our own ideas and our own thoughts and we want to go back and forth with Jesus. But but a servant does not have a will of his own. The servant does the will of his master. And so even as we titled this podcast, what did the master say? Jesus mother calls the servants over. Those who are willing to do what the master says do calls the servants over. Come on over here and serve. Then the master gives them instructions, right? So be prepared to do what your mind can't comprehend. Why, why, why is that important? Because you say the servants don't have a will of their own, yet Jesus tells them, take the water pots and fill it up with water. Now, let's rewind here. If we remember in the text, there was nobody that came and said, we're out of water. We, we need something to put the water in. We're out of wine. Jesus says, take the water pots and put water in them. So, so, so again, it, God may tell you to do some things that are beyond the comprehension of your mind, because if you're out of wine and Jesus says, just go get some water. Now we know that water is a component, but nobody has said anything about going to the wine press. Nobody has said anything about gathering any grapes. He said, go get some water. They, wait a minute. They're out of wine. Go get some water. Y- you got to understand that the custom here. It, it, it would have been an absolute disgrace for you to have a, a, a wedding and a feast and run out of wine. It, it would have been a disgrace. And so so here it is, y'all. He says, go get some water. And the servants simply do what the master said. They didn't say, wait a minute. We, we, we came to you about wine. They didn't say, wait a minute. That's not how you you don't start off making one. They didn't go back and forth with the master. The servant said, listen, if the master told us to get water, then we're going to go get water. I'm going to do what the master tells me to do because he's the master and I'm the servant. Right. So you've got to be prepared. So whatever it is that you're doing, this is how this applies to you. Whatever it is that you got on your mind to do, 
there's going to come a point where Jesus may tell you to do something that goes against common sense or what you think is common sense. He may tell you to do something outside of the norm. He may tell you to do something that doesn't even add up. You're saying, well, why would I just do this? Why would I just take this step? Why would I do this? And and, and my mind is telling me I need much more than this. My mind is saying I need wine. And Jesus says, just go get some water and put it in the pot. And then when you see what he, he says after that, put the water in the pot. And then he says, draw it out. They didn't add anything. They didn't put anything else in it. All they did was what the master told them to do. And he says, now put the water in the pot and then draw it out. I, I mean, I imagine you and I going back and forth with Jesus saying, well, do you think that this water is so good that it's going to make people forget that there is no wine? But yet when you see what a servant does, when a servant says, I don't have a will of my own, I'm just going to do what the master told me to do. So they simply did it. So you've got to be prepared to do some things that are out of your mind, that are out of other folks' mind. I want you all to catch this before we get to this last principle on today. Not only did they not lean to their own understanding of what they thought should probably go into wine, I don't see anywhere in the text where they stopped to get anybody else's opinion. I don't see anywhere in the text where they stopped and said, you know, Jesus told us to put water in here and we're out of wine. What do you think we should do? I don't see anywhere in the text where they start getting input from people who don't even understand the relationship. Thank you, Jesus. The relationship between the servant and the master. You don't understand what we got going on here. I trust him. I trust him. And so they simply did what they were told to do, which leads me to my last principle. Get ready for your miracle. You got to make sure Jesus is on the guest list. Be prepared to do things that your mind can't comprehend and get ready for your miracle. Let me share this with you all. I'm trying to be done with this very quickly today. Sometimes the difference between going from a mess to a miracle is obedience. There's some of you that are listening to this right now that are stuck in a mess and you know that your miracle is on the other side. And you're saying, how do I get to my miracle? And, And the word of God is saying you get there through obedience. Again, what a mess this is that you got this wedding going on and you're out of wine. This is a mess. It would have been a bigger mess had Jesus not been invited. It would have been a bigger mess had the servants not had it in their spirit to do some things that probably didn't even make sense to them, but they simply did it. And so now all they have to do is get ready for the miracle. Jesus says, draw out of the water pot. Draw out of the water pot. You follow the instructions that I told you to do. And now you can get ready for your miracle. Simply draw out of the water pot and see what I do. Draw out of the water pot. And there's a miracle inside of it. And when you see this, he says, take it out, draw it out and take it to the master of the feast. Listen, take it to the people who are in charge, so to speak. Take it and put it out in front of everybody. Listen, operate on faith. You you see, you get to the miracle by faith. If you see if you see what's going on here, sometimes we're stuck in a mess simply because we're not obedient, simply because we're not stepping out on faith. Here it is. I want I want to give you this in a nutshell. Then I want to be out of here. I want you all to get this. Sometimes there's 10 steps to get from where we are to the promise of God. And God will sometimes say, if you just take one step. I'll take care of the other nine. You may be saying to yourself, Lord, it takes more than just this one step that you're telling me to make to get where I'm going. And God says, I understand because I've ordered your steps. I know how long it's going to take. But if you just take this one step, I'll do the rest. All they had to do is be obedient 
And Jesus took the mess and made a miracle. All they had to do was simply what the master told them to do. You've got to at least know what he says in order to do what he says. So, so they heard what he said and they follow his, his instructors. Again, I remind you, they didn't stop to talk to anybody. They didn't stop to get anybody else's opinion. They simply did what the master told them to do. And a miracle was brought forth. I want to encourage you all with this word on today, child of God. What did the master say? Whatever he told you to do, just do it. That's what, that's what Jesus' mother said. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Sound advice from Mary. Whatever he tells you to do. If you don't get anything out of that text, you think about what Mary says. Whatever he tells you to do, servant of God, your servant, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. If you do it, there's a miracle waiting on the other side. You got yourself, you're in this mess right now. But all you've got to do is do whatever he tells you to do. And there's a miracle waiting on the other side for you. I just want to encourage somebody on today as we get ready to bring this to a close. And I want you to share this with somebody that may need this word of encouragement. Share this with somebody who's starting a ministry. Share this with somebody who's starting a business. Share this with anybody who feels like they're stuck right now. And share this with them and, and, and point this out to the text. If you just do what the master tells you to do, what looks like a mess will turn into a miracle. And sometimes the difference between that and the miracle, the mess and the miracle is simply being obedient. Some of us, uh, uh, we got our feet, it seems like we're stuck in quicksand. Some of us, our feet are in concrete and we're saying, how can I get to my miracle? And Jesus is saying, if you just be obedient, if you just do what I tell you to do, you won't even have to do as much as you think you got to do. If you just be obedient in the one or two things that I told you to be obedient in, watch what happens. I'll bring the rest of it to fruition. And watch this. And I'm trying to be done here. You won't even have to put all of the ingredients into the pot. You just put what I told you to put in there. I'll bring the rest of the stuff. I'll bring everything else that I need to turn your water, your idea, your, your, your thought, your vision. I'll, I'll bring everything else that I need to take your idea to wine, to take it from, from, from its, 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 its basic component, which is the liquid. Take it from the basic component to not only bring it into its fullness, to bring it into wine, but watch this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll make something that everybody enjoys. And if you see in the text here, the, 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 the headmaster, he says, listen, people usually put out the good wine. And then when people are full, they put out the inferior wine. And, and so that tells you that they've gone through the good wine and the inferior wine. But Jesus says, I got something even better than what you've already had. If you take that step, God will turn that basic thing that you have into an extraordinary thing, which is the wine. And then you'll be able to serve it to everybody and folks will be applauding you. And they don't even realize how basic this was just a few minutes ago. But when God gets in it, it becomes extraordinary. It goes from basic to extraordinary. But you have to ask yourself, what did the master say? We're so good at repeating what everybody else said. We're so good at letting the opinions of everybody else get stuck in our spirit. But what did the master say? What did he tell you to do? That's a question for you and I, child of God. And I'm telling you right now, if you do what the master says, you'll go from that mess to a miracle. You'll go from stagnant to productive. You'll go from nothing coming out of the ground 
to harvest time. Be encouraged on today. Listen, I hope that somebody was blessed by this. Again, share this with somebody that needs to hear this. I believe that that's a word for somebody. And the Lord wouldn't let me rest until I put it on the podcast. He said, I know you got plans to preach it because I gave you the plans, but I want you to share it on the podcast. So share this with somebody. Put it on their Facebook wall. Tag them in and do whatever you need to do. Share this with somebody that needs this word of encouragement. What did the master say? And are you doing it? What did the master say? Listen, we hope that somebody was blessed by this podcast. As always, we want you to stop by our ministries website. Our ministries website is www.krjministries.org. That's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe there will be a word of encouragement uh, for you there. Again, we told you earlier, we just put a blog piece up uh, yesterday as of the recording of this podcast uh, talking about there's still power in grassroots ministry. And, And I wanted to make sure that that's known because I feel like what I do is grassroots ministry. You know, I'm on the radio. Um, I'm, I'm doing podcasts. I'm writing books and all of these things that God says I want you to focus on. And you reach these people. There's there's a, there's a group of people there that need to hear you. And I feel like what I'm doing is grassroots ministry. And so there's still power in grassroots ministry. We don't have to have everything just be big and grand. And, and then say if we make it big enough, God will show up. I believe that God is in everything that I just said to you over the last 15 minutes. And, and, and listen, I don't claim to be worldwide known, but but God is still in what we're doing here. And so there's still power in grassroots ministry. So go to the the ministries website and check out that blog piece. Again, www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you again to stop by our publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. That's www.krjpublishing.com. We encourage you to stop by there, stop by our bookstore. Again, pick up our latest work, An Act of Grace, Forgiveness and Reconciliation, God's Way. That book is a blessing to so many people. I know that it already is because they've already told me so. Amen. And we also encourage you to pick up our work from a few years ago that's still making waves. Are we still making disciples? Pushing the Church Beyond Membership and Sunday Morning Worship. We encourage you to pick up that book. It will also be a blessing to you. And then we've got 10 other titles there. So check out our bookstore and uh, support us. Support us as we try to go about the business of ministry. Again, publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Ministries website, www.krjministries.org. Listen, that's all the time that we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast. We, again, hope that something was said that will encourage somebody, that will strengthen somebody, that will help somebody to, to take a step, to step out on faith. E- even if what God is telling you to do don't make sense, trust me, he knows how to turn that mess into a miracle. He knows how to turn that idea into something that manifests and watch and is going to be served to the entire party and everybody's going to enjoy it. So we hope that somebody was encouraged by this podcast. We appreciate you all for stopping by. And as always, we hope that you all will subscribe to the podcast. So uh, hit the subscribe button if you will. And again, thank you all for stopping by the Purpose and Beyond podcast. And we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.